Welcome to the Showing Great Potential podcast. My name is Sonny. I am here with... Chi. With Chi. And uh, we, we are here today to discuss Manchester United. This is the pilot episode of the Showing Great Potential podcast. Um, usually, I imagine the episodes will be a little bit longer than this, but we're just trying to get the ball rolling here. And uh, we're going to get kick-started. We're going to preface first-hand. I'm a Manchester United fan. Uh, Chi is a Chelsea fan correct yep pretty simple yeah yep, nice nice so we need straight done, to it up. can i mention something quickly yeah uh, we've it. done we've done two podcasts before so we, this is like a season revival season two maybe it's a reboot we we, we try well we, i don't because we did like a team of the decades yeah and a um season's predictions i can't lie to you though i'd almost treat this as a, a new entity because those 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 series has uh, epically failed, as you know. Yeah. Uh, but this one, we're going to get rolling. I've set up loads of stuff for it. Um, so hopefully, this one goes a lot better. Uh, so I want to I want to get the ball rolling. I'm going to start with you. I want to say, uh, how does it look from out outside perspective uh, as as a rival fan? And after that, I'll get into what I think as a United fan. I mean, as a rival fan, I'm, I'm loving it. You know, seeing them, yeah, seeing them go down. See, well, not down, but you know what I mean. Seeing them uh, struggle a bit, but it's 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 nice. But you've got to think. Does it not that... get to a point where it's just sad? No, because the same thing happened to Barcelona, and I'm I'm loving what's happening to Barcelona right now. Really? Yeah, I hate Barcelona. I, thought, well, I suppose as a Chelsea fan, you would hate Barcelona, though, wouldn't you? The only reason I liked them a, even a little ounce uh, was because of um, Lionel. Yeah. And Neymar. And Neymar, yeah. Ne- two, two of my favourite players ever. There you go. Yeah. As a fact. My favourite um, front, front three ever. Yeah, and Luis Suarez. I love Luis Suarez. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, we're, we're getting a bit sidetracked there. So, so obviously, it's nice to see it as a rival fan. As a United fan, it's not so nice, I've got to say. Um, and I ha- like honestly, I've seen Van Gaal, I've seen Moyes, I've seen Mourinho, and right now, it really does feel really bad. Um, and which is which is weird for me because at the same time, at times under Oli, it's it's felt the best that it has since Sir Alex Ferguson, right? No, mm-hmm. no one cannot really argue that. And uh, the PSG game. I will just give it a bit of context. We're recording on twenty fifth of October. Twenty five minutes ago, Fabrizio Romano, Fabrizio Romano tweeted saying, uh, "Man United first step has to be the final decision on Solskjaer by the board. Internal talks still ongoing over the crisis." A lot of people were speculating he might get the sack tonight or tomorrow morning. In the case of Jose, I think he lost on the Sunday and was sacked on Tuesday morning. Uh, so you never know. Honestly, I, I honestly think if it was a 2-0 loss to Liverpool or, or someone like that, then the nothing, no action would be taken. But because it was so bad and there was so much uproar, they're almost being forced to take action, I feel. Mm-hmm, yeah. If it a one nil loss, a two nil loss, like that was pr- probably expected going into it that you'd lose. 
Well, I think I think it's fair enough to assume that, say, for example, if United finished fourth, but they lost like that every time they played a top six club, you know what I mean, and then, and then battered all like the the smaller teams in the league, then realistically, without any uh, outsider input, the board would be happy with that, as long as it's top four. Because they're still making their money, right? Mm-hmm. But obviously, the uproar is such a huge fan base. But luckily for us, they're almost being forced to take action. Uh, the sad thing for me is I've I really wanted it to work out for Ollie, uh, just because you know when everyone was calling him a PE teacher back in the day, and then he finished above everyone's clubs except City, uh, beating City. I think doing the double over City that season. Um, a McTominay goal at Old Trafford, like there's so many good memories in it, and it does just feel like he's reached his um ceiling. Yeah, but I think. I think and I mean, go on. Like his previous two jobs were Mulder and Cardiff, and it's yeah. like considering what he's done at United, that's not like big step in his CV and whatnot. Oh, absolutely. Because when you think about it, say if he didn't have a job right now, say if he got sacked, or he had been sacked a couple of months ago, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. He wouldn't even be in contention for the Newcastle job. <laughs> he wouldn't even be on the shortlist, do you know what I mean? So why is he managing Manchester United? And for me, in my eyes, because you've had a similar thing at Chelsea a couple of years ago, I'm so sick of thinking former players is the answer as managers. Do you know what I mean? Thinking just because they've been there as a player, they're going to be a good manager. And I'm seeing stuff on Twitter like, oh, bring Keane in, bring Skulls in or whatever. But no, don't. Get I'd much rather... In, see... right? <laughs> nah, don't get Skulls in. <laughs> <laughs> I'd much rather see uh, a Conte some boys. Just a world-class manager. I... Yeah. Get into that. Went to the Skulls. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll avoid that one there, so we'll talk about that next time. Yeah. Oh my god. You did, did you see the Rio Ferdinand meme? Yeah. Oh Have you god. seen the edit? Yeah. Look, let's, 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 let's avoid that. Let's avoid that. We'll talk about that some yeah. other time. Skulls. Um, he's, he's a legend of the game, man. He can hit a tree from 50 yards away. No, we're not talking about Skulls right now. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm giving just him saying. some praise. I've disrespected him, so I've got to give him some praise. <laughs> to be, no, if you want to give him praise, tell him what he said about. Uh, after the Atlanta game was very Atlanta. true. Have you seen that? Atalanta, sorry. Yeah, and it came true. Come and play that way against Liverpool, which is literally so true. How Liverpool Atalanta didn't even play that good. That's what I'm saying. How And Atalanta, easily it could have been the same scoreline as it was against Liverpool. They could have cut us off before half-time. I don't know what, mate. I I have no idea what they do in training. I wish some like I wish I could like get Bielsa in there. Sense. When do you remember Harry that Maguire when Bielsa and... um up? No, I was saying I was going to say sorry when Harry Maguire and Luke Shaw were just basically kissing, like, and then Salah just gets in between them. I think it was Salah, whoever it was. I the, the I think that's because... is so awful. <laughs> because nah, talking over uh, I think that's probably because. Maguire has been back in training for like a week. Yeah. So Shaw's got to be like right next to him because he's not like 
he's not fully fit. So Shaw's kind of got to be there. Yeah, but that's not to say Shaw hasn't had a stinker as well. Yeah, sure. I mean, but but he's kind of it's he's got to if he's it's the same thing probably happens if if Shaw's not there, then Harry Maguire just gets skinned instead of them like running into each other and stuff. No, but he's a good defender though. Like, what Maguire usually, or Shaw? Both of them usually. Yeah, but see, Maguire well, they're, they're... he's injured. <laughs> yeah, he's I not playing fully fit. I mean, Eric Bailly could play there, and that probably wouldn't have happened. But then, it, say for example, I think it was the first goal where Maguire just turned around and then Shaw was basically in his face. They got in each other's way. Yeah. Personally, I'd say that's more Shaw's fault. But I, yeah, again, but I, I would, for me, I would Maguire's, think if, Maguire's starting position was a bit off as well. If Maguire was fully fit, that probably wouldn't happen. Despite that, because I, don't, I think you can only blame the players to a certain extent. Because yeah. I do, I do almost think they're being set up to lose basically you know I mean? it's weird though because it's almost hopeless. if you remember England over yeah. the over the summer we conceded one no did we concede from open play or not because uh, so... Denmark scored a Denmark scored a free kick and didn't they at least score goals. from a corner I think they scored from a corner they sort of ring a bell saying that so, um, and and they were on that left hand side of that England defence, so they obviously can work. Like yeah, of course they and they 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 were world class at points last season, even for United. Yeah, and and Luke Shaw is normally really good against Liverpool. Normally does pretty well up against Salah. Well, it doesn't make sense to me how how awful we were and have been the last couple of weeks against Leicester, against Atalanta, against Everton at home. Who got smashed five two by Watford? Who got smashed five nil by Liverpool? Honestly, this has been coming because I've seen people defending Ollie on uh, Twitter, saying he's got the same points as Liverpool, same points as Chelsea, whatever. When you look mm. at the big picture, that was the first decent team we played, and we got absolutely battered at home. Playing Everton at home should be easy three points, especially this season when they're getting battered by Watford. Yeah. And we're, we're being made at the start of the season to be title contenders, which we should be on paper, by the way, with the team we have. But the coaching is so awful. Like you say, we're not, we've went from countering to a sort of pressing team this season. But it's not, it's not smart pressing. It's stupid, yeah. lazy pressing. Where, obviously, you know, no, this was the first goal where Wambasaka pressed out on the right Lindelof has to cover uh, and then that leaves a massive gap there in front of them do you know what I mean yeah so that, that's where that all came from it's not, yeah it's not smart pressing because Wamsaka has basically ran to Greenwood on the right wing and you look what Liverpool did Liverpool's pressing that worked but they didn't like, even pretty... play well they, they really didn't they made so many not so many, but they made mistakes and there were chances for goals. There really were chances for us to to score. And if Bruno had scored first, what do you reckon? Do you reckon you would have won? No, it would have been five one. Because there were so many unavoidable mistakes. Like the team's just a shambles right now. I can't I can't get that across to you enough. 
Um, and honestly, That's all right. Ollie, Ollie would be gone by. Sorry, Ollie would be gone by now if he wasn't a former player, because you're almost emotionally blackmailed in that sense, where you remember them as a player. But recently, I've come into my my senses that you need to treat a player set or someone who manages and plays your team separately as a manager and a player so you can still love Ole Gunnar Solskjaer the player the one who scored in the Champions League final but as a manager he's not cutting it and you need to cut him off for that reason obviously I'm Um, I'm sure at the time you were really disappointed when Frank Lampard got sacked right um, but look what Tuchel's coming and done yeah, but I think that's different because Frank only had one year before, so he was Frank. Well, so Frank had one year before he joined Chelsea, and that was at uh, Derby County, right? And you know, Ollie's he's pretty experienced. He's had like a lot of not at this um, level. Yeah, but uh, it's more than, like he had a couple of years at Molder and a couple of two. How many years does it get Cardiff? Oh, not a couple not, years. I think they... No, I think they got relegated and he got sacked, right? Um, anyways, he's had more than Frank, so he should kind of have at least a system and a way he wants to play. Well, that's I what would, I mean. there's, I no, there's, there's no identity, is there? Yeah. When you look but at a team, Frank... you, can't, you can't see what they're trying to do. But I, I was... I was sad when Frank got sacked, but I wasn't, like... Disappointed. I knew why. Basically, yeah, because yeah, if yeah. we'd if we'd kept him, we wouldn't have got top four, and we wouldn't have won the Champions League. Well, who was the manager before Lampard? Uh, Maurizio Sarri. And where did he finish in the league in his last season? Uh, third. And then Frank came fourth, right? Yeah, with transfer ban and with all the kids coming in. Oh yeah, yeah. So I suppose it's a similar thing, and that's almost the transition period, right? Yeah, the transfer ban probably helped us. For you, it was more damage limitation at that point. What do you mean? Well, what, bringing was... in Frank? No, no, no. When Frank came in and it's like he got top four, that's uh-huh. really good damage limitation. Obviously, you weren't going to win the league that season, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Because well, Hazard had if... left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think he actually if... probably overachieved getting top four with the squad he had. Well, yeah, that's why it's such an underrated achievement. It's it's sort of different and s- similar at the same time with Ollie, where uh, so Moyes finished seventh, I think. I think you, if then... you kept Moyes, do you reckon? Do you think you sacked Moyes too early? Nah, I just he didn't get a too... did he get a full season. I think he nearly did. I think then, if I'm not wrong, Giggs took over for the rest of that season. <laughs> Or is the start of the next season? Give it gigs, yeah. Give it gigs to the end of the season. <laughs> gigs to the end of the season, um, and then Van Gaal came in, right? And he wasn't bad. Like it, he, I remember, he came fifth and he won the FA Cup. Who he was, who did David Moyes sign? What kind of what players did he bring? Fellaini, Fellaini. Mata. So not bad. And then Van Gaal brought in Martial. Martial. He brought in Rash. Rash. Like he kind of brought. He brought in Rashford. Well, yeah. He, to be fair, Van Hal was really good with the youth players, but I think that might have been Memphis. also to do with us having a lot of injuries. Schweinsteiger? Yeah, Schweinsteiger as well. So he finished fifth and won the FA Cup, and he still got the sack like the day after yeah. the FA Cup or something. And then, like I say, to them, like, it's just about oh no, it's money, his, right? 
Yeah. So yeah, after that, Jose came in. And um, he won, won Europe a Champions League. League club at this point. He brought us back to Champions League status, right? Uh, second? He got second? Yeah, second, Community Shield, Europa League, uh, more silverware. The last trophies oh, we've won, actually. Who, did, and who then, did he sign? Well, Pogba, Mkhitaryan, Zlatan, who else? someone else that's on my bayi. Uh, it was that sort of phase. I don't remember who he got the next season. Uh, but then the season after he finished second, he finished sixth, I think. If I'm not wrong. Didn't he say that finishing second was like the best achievement he had in his career? Because he had like Chris Smallin and Phil Jones and... It was something like that. Was that like prime David De Gea that season? Just chatting waffle. Um, That was more Van Gaal, Moyes, I feel like. like, Yeah, he was still like good then. It's It's before he like switched off a bit. Was that the one? Was that the season where he made like thirteen saves against Arsenal? I think it was. I think that was under Mourinho actually. Um, and then yeah, so he sort of fell off a bit. I remember Oli came in, and I think it was like October, November, November time. Like, well, like three years ago, I guess. Yeah. And he's turned us back into a comfortable top four team. The team is the most likable it's been in years. It's that sort of thing where he's transitioned it well, but now he's just hit his ceiling, and he's you can see he's just out of his depth at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I mentioned, before, got the yeah. Europa League final, couple of semi-finals. Yeah, quite a few semi-finals. Obviously, I think in his full seasons it was second and third in the league. Like, that's good considering the competition you had: Liverpool, Chelsea. City all in the league and he's finished second and third uh, yeah. two, two seasons but obviously this season it's very clear if it keeps on going the way it's going he's not well United aren't going to get yeah, top but, four didn't you start last season off pretty crap yeah but it picked up by now oh. we we were first by January we were top of the league in January Um, but but for me it's deeper than Solskjaer if you're going to get rid of Solskjaer you need to get rid of Carrick Thielen uh, Fletcher, do you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like I say, the coaching is just awful. And I think in someone like Conte, if he came in, he would bring in a new team. Yeah, he's got his own. He's got his own like team that he brings with him everywhere. His cronies. Yeah, so, it's like Jose Mourinho's got his cronies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But personally, should we, I, should we, uh, should we talk about say? managers? Should we talk about managers? Yeah, I was literally going to say, should we go on to managers? All right, I've got, I've got actually someone different. My team is. I think I know who you're going to say. Yeah, the Ajax. I've got two actually. I've got two. Yeah, I've got the Ajax manager. Um, and I'll 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 leave the other one. I'll let you talk about Conte first because obviously, I support Chelsea and he he was in charge of us for um for a few seasons. He literally turned your club season around around this time. Yeah, he's right. He switched. We were playing. We weren't playing the three at the back. Uh, he joined us uh, after I think it was the Euros. Yeah, uh, where he he did pretty good with Italy, didn't he? I can't remember fully where they came in Euro twenty sixteen. I think they uh, lost to Germany on penalties. Yeah, yeah, they knocked out Spain. I remember, and then lost to Germany. And they had they, they had like a really poor squad, didn't they? It wasn't the best squad. It wasn't the best squad. It performed really well. Yeah, I think he had like Edda up top and and 
Graziano Pelle. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Uh, and Zaza. Remember that penalty that Zaza took? Yeah, wow, that was a poor team, wasn't it? Really was. Um, but yeah, came in. We started off a bit naff because we didn't use the three at the back. You know, the, the mm. pattern did three at the back. But as soon as we switched to that, I think we went on a 14-game winning streak. Yeah. And we, I think we broke 30 wins in the league as well. Did he win the FA Cup that season as well? He won the, I think he won the league one season and the FA Cup the next season after he got sacked. Right, but things okay. had kind of gone, they'd kind of gone sour at that point. I think the only negative, well, like, I think there are a few things you could look at neg- negatively with Conte. For example, as you just sort of brought up, he is a short-term manager almost. Like a season, yeah. two seasons. Obviously with Inter, he left after a season, right? Chelsea yeah, because he, he fell teams. out with the board, fell out with the board at us, fell out with the board. Well, and yeah, uh, and he fell out with the board before he even signed at Spurs. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, so I guess that's a bit of an issue. Uh, another thing, a lot of people saying he doesn't play United's football per se, like the attacking sort of traditional Manchester United football. For me, at this point, it's like it's. I just want to win. Do you know what I mean? I almost don't care how the wins come. To an extent, should I tell you his his record at Chelsea. Go on. Uh, seven hundred and forty-two days he was there. So. Yeah. Two years, pretty much. Yeah. Um, hundred and six matches, seventy yeah. wins, fifteen draws, twenty-one losses. I imagine the second season, most of those losses came. Right. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, we kind of you fell out with Costa and yeah. William, and we relied pretty heavily on Hazard. Well, we did for like seven Four years. Seasons. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I guess he's a really strong personality, isn't he? That's that's another thing. Yes, yeah, it's, like, it's kind of like my way, or, my way or the highway. Yeah, but again, you look at it and you think he does get instant results, sort of thing, and you can't really argue with that. It's isn't yeah, it? it's kind of do His you want when it comes to trophies is incredible. Yeah, he's got one Premier League, one FA Cup, four Serie A's, and it's not like. I mean, don't get me wrong, Chelsea are a good team. It's not like they were the the league favourites that year. Do you know what I mean? Or it's not like Inter were last year. Yeah, yeah true. And I, I guess he, another thing is... Go on. He kind of gets the striker scoring goals. Yeah. Because Costa was top goal scorer. Lukaku was top goal... Was Lukaku top goal scorer or was Ronaldo uh, top goal scorer? Ronaldo was. Ronaldo was. Well, Lukaku got like 30-odd goals or whatever. Yeah. Um, so his system, the striker is kind of is going to get goals. Yeah, it's just whether you've got the players that will well, work in that system. I think you would, but I think some players would be sacrificed. Um, like example, I don't think Wambasaka wouldn't work as a right wing back. Yeah, but now I'm thinking, would Sancho get converted to a right wing back? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he, he can't really play Victor, Victor Moses. He can't play one of the striker roles, can he? Yet Greenwood, Rashford can. Greenwood, Rashford, um, yeah. They can both play striker. Sancho's a winger, right? Well, it depends um, how he plays it. If he plays it three, three, five, two with two strikers, like he did Inter, 
Or if he plays a 3-4-3 like he did at Chelsea. Um, two wingers, one striker. Or two strikers. Because at Inter he had um, Maurizio Lautaro Martinez and yeah. Lukaku. But with us he had Hazard, Costa and like Willian or Pedro or something like that. Yeah. I mean, well, so you, could, we... you could go... Yeah, so I mean, you could go. I think the three, four, three, four, three would probably be better for United than the three, five, two. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Wow, Conte. <laughs> Who else is about? Is he'd that? probably offer. I think he. The thing is with Conte, I think he'd probably demand quite a lot of changes, like a bit well, of, like and, transfers. And, yeah, and he'd demand a lot from players that might seem quite lazy at the moment. Ronaldo, I don't think he'd work well with Ronaldo. I think the opposite. You think he'd but work well with Ronaldo? I think he would. I'm thinking more like Luke Shaw wants his pudding sort of thing. <laughs> and he, and he <laughs> can't have Short it. Eat. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. He was doing good when he was fat. Let's move on. Uh, Zidane. For me, Zidane, and I don't mean this as a bad thing. I mean this as a good thing, actually. Zidane is Oli on crack. <laughs> In terms of he's he's a coach, not a manager. Okay. Um, and it's like a lot of it with him is man management, right? Oh, wait, did, his I mean, did I mean he's a manager, not a coach? I think that's what I meant. <laughs> He's one of them. Um, yeah, get up his record. I, and I'll say... Right, so... His first stint at Real Madrid was right. 2016 to 2018. Yeah. 149 games, 105 wins, 28 draws, 16 losses. So that and then there? it's... it's uh, 100, uh, 149 games, yeah. 105 wins... Yeah, two hundred and eight, uh, twenty-eight. Sorry, draws. Yeah, and sixteen losses. So he only lost sixteen games in a hundred, pretty much one hundred and fifty. I think I read a stat the other day. Like he got his eighth trophy before his seventh loss, or something. Oh, his like seventh that. loss. Yeah, yeah. Something crazy. But then his mental... his second spell was okay. two thousand nineteen to twenty twenty-one. Yeah. Uh, 114 matches, 69 wins, 25 draws, and 20 losses. So not, not as good. But, but considering the squad Real Madrid have now, that's pretty good. But 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 as well, that second stint he didn't have Ronaldo, right? No. No, he, he's Straight. got Ronaldo now. He's got Ronaldo. <laughs> so he's his his um his CV, shall we say? Yeah. He's won world's best club coach twice, three Champions League, two Spanish championships, two Spanish Super Cup winners. Yeah. Club World Cup twice, Super Cup twice. So that's not too bad. It's crazy to me because people say he's overrated and all this because obviously he doesn't have a distinct sort of play style, right? Like a like yeah. Conte. But, and I know he had a, like a mega squad. But so do, so does Guardiola. He hasn't won yeah. one Champions League, let alone three in a row. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? I did as well in Champions League. No, 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 but with City, I mean, sorry. Oh, right. For example, how long has he been there? Five years now? He's not even won one. Zidane won three in his first seasons. Yeah, because Pep was there when... Yeah, yeah, we smashed him. Yeah, yeah, they finished fourth in their first season, I remember. Um, So, yeah, do you see what I'm saying? You can't really argue with three Champions Leagues on the trot. But if you look at the squad... But you look at the squad, though. Sergio Ramos, he's a leader. So you don't really... Like, that team had so many leaders in it that he didn't really need to be that... He could kind of... I guess he could focus on the tactics and let the players do the leading. I see your point. I see your point, right. But I think... I think... Obviously, the, the, the team... Now is nowhere near as good as that team, but I think yeah. it. I think it's more. I'm gonna be careful. I says I almost think it's more talented though. What do you mean? The Dan's more talented. No, no, no. I think. Well. Oh, example, the Real Madrid squad now is more talented than the squad. No, 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 no. United team. I mean. Oh, United team is the Perfect. United team now is more talented than. No, the Real Madrid squad. No, 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 because no, it's not. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the right way to say this because I know what I mean in my head. Um, Do you mean the the Man United squad now is better than the Real Madrid squad now? No, no, no. I'm talking about the Real Madrid squad then, but I'm not saying they're better than the Real Madrid squad then. Obviously, I'm saying, for example, Pogba's a better player than Modric. Do you know what I mean? But it's all individuals. Is he? Yes. Is he? Yes, like well, he's a more, he's a more, he's a more talented footballer. I think you could argue that. Um, Modric, uh, it's, it's first really clip of the to... first clip of the podcast. Let's go. No, it's really it's really hard to, to Let's go. get across what I'm trying to say in my head, but it makes sense in my head if that makes sense. Yeah, I know. I get what you're saying, though. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think with that front three as well, where it was Bell, Benzema, Ronaldo, I know obviously Benzema's killing it at the moment, but that was more or less the Ronaldo show, right? That was just all Ronaldo at that point. Yeah, I guess. I've I've lost you, haven't I? Yeah. Let's move on from Zidane because I'm done with this. Yeah. All right. Uh. I can't think of his name, but you probably so, know the Ajax manager. Yeah, Eric Ten Hag. The difficulty with him is that he's obviously under contract at a team. Yeah, that's that's what I've I've written some notes. Go on. So pretty much what I wrote was, you can either sack Oli now, and get a Conte, who who yeah. will be like two years or whatever. Yeah. Or you can wait till the end of the season. Either sack Oli at the end now and get an interim manager, or give Oli to the end of the season, and then you can go for someone that you can kind of start a proper project with. I don't. So think I, the had, fans would, I don't think the fans would allow it to go to the end of the season. I had um, Ten Hag or Graham Potter. I think would be two two managers you could start a proper project with and kind of have yeah. not just the two years, but you could probably go. Even five or six, depending on how successful they are. 
Yeah. I mean, no disrespect to them, but I feel like that's the sort of route we went down with Moyes. But one thing getting I, was, a, I was getting a manager who was like just really good at like a, a mid-table club, for example, he's smashing it with it. I do think it's a different thing to be a good manager a at a mega club, for example. Ten Hag's at Ajax. Got to, he got to the semi-finals of the Champions guess, League. When I said that, I was referring more to Potter than him. Oh right. But obviously, with him. Yeah, because Potter's working with. He's not working with superstars. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think Who's Ten Hag. Ten Hag probably did work with superstars. When Tuchel uh, came out and said he was when he was at PSG, he was, he was managing like everyone's friends as well. Yeah, and he'd rather thing. he'd rather work with Lukaku than Neymar in. Yeah. Than someone yeah, like Neymar. Yeah. I guess that shows that previous point we've just made. Um, yeah. But what's what's this Ajax manager's name again? Sorry. Uh, Ten Hag. So I think that's how you say it. T E N ten. H A. One thing I think he's got on all the other managers. System. Is, <laughs> you, well, yeah, he plays Man United's attacking football, right? So three, four, uh, four, three. That traditional Man United attacking football, and that's what a lot of people want. Like I say, I think the thing is, already in this positives and negatives. Like, well, no one's going to be the perfect option, and whoever you bring in is going to be a risk. That's the way I see it right now. I think he would probably be the biggest risk. Yeah. But you know what the thing um, is? I think it's a really good job to get because I think no matter who comes in, as long as they bring in a team with them, you can't, it can't be worse. You can't be worse than right now. So no matter what, you'll look good. So I think a lot of managers actually want this job and it's a really good job to, to try and get right now. Yeah. Um, but, the Ajax manager, yeah. I'll just say, his contract runs out in 2023. So at the end of this season, he'd only have one year left. Right. You can stick transfer offers in for managers, though, can't you? Yeah, you can pay out the rest of their contracts. That's what. Brendan um, Rodgers has a 16 mil release clause. That's what Bayern did, didn't they? To who? Uh, Leipzig. Oh, did they? He would have been. He would have been a good manager for you to get. They even do it to the managers, do they? Julian Nagelsmann. I just, I'm just going to say uh, that he gets the best out of young players. Like, he proved that with the Ajax squad. Yeah. Like, Licht, De Jong, uh, Van der Beek. Yeah. He'll be back. Uh, and I, said, I thought uh, this season in the Eredivisie, he's sco- his uh, Ajax has scored 37, conceded twice. So they're good attacking, yeah. good defensive. They beat PSV 5-0 the other day, I think. Yeah, I, 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 I do think he would be obviously the biggest risk, but I think if it worked out, he'd almost be the biggest uh, rewards. And I don't know if you want to talk about this or if you do want to wrap it up. I wrote down some, like, what players you'd need to sign. Like, I think, you'd, obviously, you need a CDM. I know everyone knows that. Yeah. If you want to change systems, I think you probably need a new right-back as well. I don't think so. I don't. I don't get this Wambasaka slander. I don't. I'm not with it. it Come on. Obviously, Come on. if you're going three or five with the back, sure your right backs need to get forward or whatever. But I think just just because he doesn't look as natural on the ball, per se, How he's still passing he... good crosses and go forward. Like, yeah, but Luke Shaw's not got that many assists either. And you know he's really good at 
that sort of stuff, right? Yeah, but look at Trent, look at Reese James, look at who's um maybe it's the Cancelo. new right Maybe I'm maybe I'm old fashioned, but I think yeah, I think defensive right back like Trent can def- he can defend enough, and that's pretty much that's all you need to do nowadays. Well, even he was getting exposed to the week when when United got forward. There was plenty that's of chances saying, to en- expose enough, Trent. Enough. You don't you don't need like a, um. I think for for right backs and left backs nowadays, attacking is more important than defending. If you're playing for a big team, it it really does depend on the system, though. It really does. We've got Chilwell and Reece James. They both scored at the weekend. You know, Cancelo, yeah. Walker. Yeah. I mean, um, Walker's not. Walker's you're not cutting out. Attacking, like Walker's not uh, on the attacking level, say a Trent or a or a Cancelo, example. He's just fast, uh, so he can come back. He's got really good recovery pace. I don't know. I feel this? like we should. I feel like we should wrap up there. To be fair, I feel like we're rambling at this point. Um. Yeah, you want another clip? Pilot. You want another clip? A what? You want another clip? What do you mean? Another clip, just from the podcast. We've already got the one clip of you saying Pogba is better than Modric. Well, what are you going to say? Uh, I think Ronaldo's made your team worse. Nah, all right, we're not ending it here because I'm, <laughs> I'm going yeah. on this. All right, why? Uh, uh, he's on four hundred k a week. He's on four hundred k a week. Yeah, that that's irrelevant because it's Ronaldo. That's the name. That's the commercial side of it. That's you didn't need to sign him. Again, at that point, it was it was commercial. You you could say obviously not first priority, but we. I think I'm sure a striker was somewhere in the first. You could have spent how much did you spend on him? Thirty mil. Fifteen mil. Fifteen. Yeah. That's probably. Fifteen mil. You can sign. Could have signed a CDM. You could sign no one. You'd be in a better mail. Don't be silly. You'd be in a better place right now. If we didn't have Ronaldo. Yeah. I I honestly I disagree. If you if you if you if you didn't sign Ronaldo if you didn't sign Ronaldo. And you if you wanted to press play Cavani, if you didn't want to press, just put Greenwood up strike because Greenwood needs to go up strike sooner rather than later. Yeah, but I'd play Ronaldo on the left. It's not my fault. Or it's not his fault he's up front, I sorry. But he's Ollie's starting him up top. I'd start him up left. That's where he'd start off. Why, why wouldn't you put him on the left? Because Rashford's there. The thing is, with Rashford, he bags, but he never performs. But would you rather... How old is Ronaldo? 37? 36, I think. 36? How old is Rashford? 24? 25? 23. 23. Yeah. So you've got 23 year old Rashford, 20 year old Greenwood, and then Sancho, 21, 22? Yeah. I would rather have them as my front three, kind of, even if they weren't playing well, just trying to get that chemistry with each other. Because you've got a 23, a 20, and a 21 year old. That's your attack sorted for like 10 years. 
if they can get that chemistry with each other. Yeah, but you can't live off just but, three players and that's it. You can't live no, off but that's three. If they're, your, if they're your three starters, they could be your three starters for the next 10 years. Right? No, don't get me wrong. I, I agree that Oli switches it around way too much. But you chuck Alex Ronaldo Ferguson in said, Alex, Alex Ferguson said your best player is the first on the team sheet. It, it should be that way, right? Is Ronaldo, gonna, is Ronaldo your best player? Ronaldo's arguably the greatest player of all time. Is he your best player? What do you mean? In what sense? Is he your best player right right now? Is Ronaldo your best player? But in what sense? Is he your best player? I know, but I need it in what sense? <laughs> what do you mean? You can look at it so many different ways. Well, in the way we play, where we're trying to press at the moment, no, absolutely not. No. If we come and play so... if we brought in a Zidane or a Conte, I think I think he would be. I really think he would. Not Bruno. Pogba's better than Bruno on his best day, of course. Not average, Pogba. but on his best day. But Pogba's has Pogba had a best day for Man United? Of course he has. Since since has he had more good days for France than he has Man United since joining? I mean, maybe, but like I say, it's just never. It's never. We've never had a. I've never felt amazingly secure with a manager. Obviously. Do you offer Pogba a new contract? I would. How much is he on? I have no idea. But it'll be high because he's another name where it's just commercial, in it? I'm loving the contracts for marked. What do you reckon? Put a, put a guess in. Uh, 300k. How do I see his contract? Let me see his contract. Uh, his market value is 54 mil. That's not too bad. What is it? Maybe you should... 54 mil. Maybe you should have sold him in, uh, in, in the summer. Because I don't think he will sign. Even if you go like on an incredible run, I don't think he does sign. Like you could offer him. I think he needs to see the vision. But I think you could offer him. Not that right now. You could offer him the Ronaldo money, but I don't think he would. Would would uh would would sign it. Well, I think it depends where we are at that point. I think if. Say for example, Zidane's the manager in in January, right? Mm-hmm. And United have just gone on like a ten game winning streak or whatever, and you can see the clear vision and you can see where we're going. Then I think he would sign on. Yeah, but what if if PSG or, or Real Madrid come knocking? Well, I'm, it's hard if, to say if no. It clear, if it was clear he wasn't going to sign a contract, sure you'd take some money from him in January, right? Yeah, try and get a little bit. Yeah, because it's better than nothing. Uh, this uh, website is saying he is on. He is on a five-year, seventy-five million contract, so fifteen mil a year, which is two hundred and ninety k a week. Oh, well, I thought it would have been more. To be fair. Um, I think what I think the main thing you got to. If the wages, if you bring the wages down, you could probably spend more. Yeah, well, is it... 
I don't know. Because I, if I was, if I was Man United, I'd probably let him go. I'd maybe even try and get some money for him in January. And let's say you got a hundred mil to spend next summer. All right. I'd go new CD. If 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 this is me, new CDM, and a new right back and attacking, like. A proper attacking right back. Yeah, I don't think that's the worst shot in the world. I mean, we've almost got that with Delow. Yeah, but I think there's. I mean, he was maybe really good in the sell Serie A, him and right? get. Yeah, but didn't he play left back? Oh, maybe I don't know. Right foot, yeah, left maybe. back. But yeah, maybe, I reckon maybe. you go for Declan Rice. That'll probably be a big chunk of your your budget though. 80, yeah. 90 mil probably for Declan Rice and Didi. Probably about the Didi. same. No, I maybe a little bit less. English tax in it. Maybe like sixty mil. No, I reckon about sixty for Ndidi sounds right. Or you could go um, get uh, to to shoot to many. I think I, I think I have no idea who that is. Plays for Monaco. He um played with Pogba in the Nations League. They were the two oh, in the midfield because Kante, Kante, yeah, Kante was injured. Um, no, so I sort of went off track there. Either way, <laughs> I think what we we're having these conversations. What would you do if you were the manager? I think it it's so variant what happens even in the next like forty eight hours, for example, or how the next yeah. couple of weeks go and the track that the club's on. If we're going to have to settle for sixth place or something like that, or if we're going to try and go back in, fight for the top four, and you never know, obviously extremely unlikely with the teams in the league fight for the title still because at the end of the day, how many like, eight points off, something like that Yeah, and you're not, you're not in the not Carabao in, anymore. If we if we play how that team should be playing, that's not impossible to recover, right? So, it really comes down to how the team plays uh, over the next couple of weeks and months, and who is in charge of course, but I think that is actually where we end it for real this time. Um, you happy with that? Yeah. All right, I've, been, I've enjoyed that very much. We've somehow, I thought that was going to be like 20 minutes. We've stretched this conversation 47 minutes. Um, that's so pretty, yeah. much, pretty much a full episode. That's the pilot. We hope you enjoyed. Might be another host next time. Maybe so. Maybe so. But we'll see you then. And, uh, We'll have a new topic to discuss. So you guys have a good one. We'll catch you later.